Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, it is a Thursday. It is great to be here today. Live in L.A., it's The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. If you like to bet the NFL, play fantasy football with the NFL, get smarter with the NFL, our NFL meat sandwich every Thursday, 20 straight weeks during the season, Greg Cosell, one hour from right now. Get smarter, always interesting. You know, J-Mac, people talk about pressure. You know, as the old saying goes, pressure is not being able to feed your kids. That's real pressure. None of us face pressure, right? Pro athletes don't face pressure. Real pressure in society is your family, taking care of business, uh, going through rough times. But uh, I, I, I do think I was hearing something yesterday. Mike McCarthy was talking about Dak faces unbelievable pressure. So I want to start with that. Unbelievable pressure. Mike McCarthy, Sirius XM, and he says, what Dak is going through, being the Cowboys quarterback, it is unprecedented. I just think the intensity of the, the microscope on Dak is, I've never seen anything like it, especially which is year eight, nine for him. So he's been dealing with this a long time here. The intensity is, like I said, nothing like I've ever seen. What he endures mentally and emotionally compared to the other 31 is, is you know, is, is unique. Uh, I've, I've never seen it. Speaking on experience of being around great quarterbacks, just his consistency, you know, and his personality and work ethic and how he handles all that and navigates all that goes out and performs it every week. I think it's, I think it's special what he has to endure. Endure? Never seen anything like it? Fact. Dak is now the longest tenured quarterback in the NFL. 
He's an old guy. He's a veteran, and we hold them to harsher standards. Currently in the NFL, all the best quarterbacks, all of them, no exceptions, are younger than Dak. Josh Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Mahomes, Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, and Jared Goff, barely. All of them. Add to that, C.J. Stroud looks really good as a rookie. Brock Purdy, toe-to-toe, twice with Dak, looks as good or better. And we have two A-plus prospects coming out of college. So expecting more from Dak is not unreasonable. We are harder on veteran quarterbacks who get the bag and don't win much in the playoffs. Dak is almost a decade into his career. He has the same number of playoff wins as Ryan Tannehill and one more than Daniel Jones. One more. He has had two offensive head coaches, an incredibly supportive GM slash owner. His offensive lines in his career have averaged top five. This year, they're second. PFF. I looked up the defenses in Dak's tenure. They average fifth. Weapons always has one, sometimes more. Support, weapons, elite O-lines, top five defenses, and the same number of playoff wins as Ryan Tannehill. This is not a star on the helmet issue. Jimmy Garoppolo got to a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. That's off in the distance for Dak and Dallas. A Super Bowl. They shipped him out of town. Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl. Number one pick. Shipped him out of town. Dak has two playoff wins in eight years and has unbelievable support. Owner, head coach, GM, city, franchise. Monday night's performance should be what you get for an eight-year, tenured veteran who is among the highest-paid players in the entire sport, America's biggest domestic sport. Dak's one of the highest-paid stars. One more win than Daniel Jones. And the Giants are rebuilding Dak has never been with the rebuilding Cowboy team. His first year as a rookie, it was the top-rated O-line in the sport. Zeke, I believe, led the league in rushing. Hall of Famer at tight end, if I recall back then. Weapons, offensive coaches. Didn't say they were the best, but outside of Mahomes, who does have the best offensive coach? Nobody's unrealistic. He is the longest-tenured quarterback in the league, Paid like it. Couple of wild card playoff wins. That that's it. That that is not a star on the helmet issue. And the idea that he faces pressure, come on, man. Quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> I mean, outside of Mahomes, I live in Los Angeles. They're blaming Herbert, not the head coach for the Chargers losses. Seriously. Every reasonable fan knows it's not Herbert. He's get, he's getting blamed for him. Stafford gets dragged weekly anytime he throws a pick, and he's got a ring. Not a star on the helmet issue. I like Dak, but this is, you get the bag. Y'all wanted him to have the bag. This comes with the bag. We're not bagging on 
Brock Purdy because he loses a game? I'm not paying him anything. C.J. Stroud's going to go 500 or worse. I'm not paying him anything. Eight years, got the bag. You know, wind, as they say, blows a lot harder at the top of the mountain. All right, so I saw this story. Uh, you know I like the NBA. Don't talk a lot about it until we get to February. Starts next week. Really interesting at the top of the NBA tree. Some really big moves for the Bucks, the Celtics. I can't wait. James Harden yesterday skipped practice. His coach said there's really um, no explanation. So the NBA deserves all the heat they get for James Harden. If you coddle kids or employees, pro athletes, this is what you get. The NFL did not coddle an aging Antonio Brown. See ya, we'll be fine without you. The NFL did not coddle an aging Des Bryant. Cowboys said, been fun, see ya. James Harden is inarguably a regressing player. Nobody would dispute that. And he's pulled this three or four times. Don't want to work out. Don't want to show up. Don't want to go to practice. Adam Silver, in my opinion, a good commissioner, but at times a coddler, defended James Harden this morning on the Carton Show. James, um, there's, no, there's no doubt that he's an emotional guy. I, I think when you hear it directly from the players, I, it doesn't, from their standpoint, feel as irrational as it does to us sitting here thinking, mm. look at these huge guaranteed contracts. Look at this opportunity you have. I think like we saw with Ben Simmons that if on the, at the end of the day, you can't force a guy to play, but also players have to understand, of course, they're not going to get paid if right. they don't play either. There's two sides to these stories, but at the end of the day, everyone agrees guys have to live up to their contracts. Listen, I'm not anti-player. I am, two things are always true with me. I'm for protecting the player's body. I've said in the NBA, I don't like back-to-backs. I think the playoff series should go three games first round, five next two, seven finals. We don't need more games to determine who's best. Fewer games, players healthier, have more juice and energy, better for the fans, better for the player's body. I am also for NFL guys all playing on grass where it's possible. NFL, less hitting in practice. I was on that 10 years ago. Second thing, I'm in favor of players requesting trades. Not all the time, but Robert Sarver of the Suns, Donald Sterling of the Clippers. There's some bad Dan Snyder, Washington. There are bad owners out there, and there are bad GMs out there. Like every other industry, 10%'s great, another 15% pretty good, 15% competent, and Drek, the bottom 50%. Owners, GMs, coaches, players. Right? So, like, I am for protecting players' bodies, and absolutely, some players are environments. I mean, the Chicago Bears have never gotten quarterback right. You can't blame just Justin Fields for this stuff. But what I'm opposed to is petulant, chronic, unreasonable diva behavior. Ben Simmons, indifferent. Kyrie, petulant. Harden, quitting if he doesn't get his way. So I'm not a player hater. I'm a brat, indifferent, diva hater. And so the NBA deserves all the heat they got for Simmons, Kyrie, and James Harden. The NFL, when you're a regressing player, Cowboys had a tough decision to make. They didn't have anybody in the room as good as Dez. Steelers offense, not the same without Antonio Brown. But they wouldn't coddle 
That's what bothers me. I get a little diva. I've supported Aaron Rodgers. I get a little diva. I kind of like a little diva. I get it. Tom Brady goes to Tampa. Get me a right tackle. Get me Gronk. Get me. I get it. I don't have a problem in the NBA. LeBron doesn't want to play with young players. Like, get me veterans who can play in the playoffs. I totally support him with that. Lonzo Ball, love you. Get me a veteran. Kyle Kuzma, love you. Get me a veteran. I support that. But I can spot diva. I can spot brat. I can spot petulant. And I think Adam Silver too often defends it with, well, they're emotional players. You know, my wife cheated on me. Well, she's emotional. (laughs) I mean, there's just certain things you can't use. Well, they're emotional as an out. All these players are emotional. I'm emotional. J-Mac's emotional. My wife's emotional. Your wife's emotional. Our kids are emotional. Still got to show up to work. All right, that's where we are. By the way, good get. Carton got Adam Silver on today. Good get. I like that. He's on fire. He had Robert Sala this week. I know he did. He's getting, you know, you're in New York. Knock on some doors. Robert, get over here. Adam, show up. I'm here in Brees Hall next week. Maybe Brees Hall next week. Garrett Wilson the week after. (laughs) Jason McIntyre three weeks from now when the Jets are three games over 500. How about Brian Dayball? Let's get a giant mixed in there. Uh, we want so, winning head coaches, Colin. Sorry. By, by the way, I, uh, you and I are both NBA fans. I think we buy, I like it a lot. I mean, yeah. I like the NFL more. I love college football. Mm-hmm. There's thing, but I really like the NBA playoffs. Really like it. But I, I do think David Stern ran things a certain way. By the way, a little old school for me sometimes. You should probably ask the players if you're going to replace the basketball. You know, he moved, he changed the basketball, didn't, didn't really tell the players. Like, a little old school for me. I'd probably lean on my stars. Um, so there are things about Adam I prefer to David. Less of a bully. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, the late David Stern. Great, great, great commissioner, by the way. Saved the league. The league had the finals at 11 o'clock after the news on tape. <laughs> so David Stern saved the league. Yeah. And that kind of uh, dogma and, and, and his sort of, uh, I mean, he was, there was no stopping David. He literally saved the league. Yeah. Adam Silver is a softer version of it, more progressive. I like that. But you can't fool fans. Fans love NBA players. Simmons, Kyrie, Harden, they're over it. And fans have a right to be over it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. Greg Cosell is going to be joining us. Are you going to mustache, by the way? No, no, no. No mustache. Oh, does it look like I have one? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it, I don't know. It actually does. Like, I, I had the mustache before the 5-0 and o week a couple weeks ago in the oh. NFL, so I'm trying to get that good vibe, good energy back. Yeah. Feel good about this week. I don't, uh, for the record. I oh. don't like my picks at all right now. All right. I got a parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week. Via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Bills minus nine. They played terribly against the New York Giants at New England. Swallow the points. Bills have a better roster, more to play for, as Miami and the Jets now are charging fast. Chargers at the Chiefs all take the Chargers plus five and a half. Why? Chiefs are not a big favorite, still struggling offensively. Connectability between Mahomes and that young receiving group. And I'll take the Eagles, minus two, hosting the Dolphins. When you punch back at Miami, they can fold. Not a physical team. I think they'll struggle to slow down the Eagles' offense. I like the Bills, minus nine. Chargers, plus five and a half. 
Eagles minus two. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users code herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, None of the Bull. Um, not all 1-3 in three teams, 1-4 in four teams, 1-5 in five teams feel the same. Remember last year, Detroit got off to a 1-6 start, and we would go on the air and I'm sure other shows did this because other shows were seeing what we were seeing, but we kept going on the air saying, this Detroit team is fun. This Detroit team, they're going to win some of these games. In fact, last year, Detroit's first three games, they were averaging 35 points a game, <laughs> like one in three. They were in these wild shootouts, but you could see the identity. So Sean Payton used, referenced those Detroit Lions with his one and five Denver Broncos. There's a fine line here between a groove and a rut. And, you know, you take a look at, I'll give you an example, Detroit, you know, a year ago, there's a grit element involved, you know, some mental toughness that's involved. And then pretty soon, you know, here they are at the end of the season, they, they, they win, they're eliminated before that game played, but they were in that contention. And then, you know, here they are now as one of those teams. Um, and so, you know, we're kind of, you know, in that position where it's, you know, we're bowing up and, it, and we have to. Not to be negative or cynical, but let's go back to Detroit at 1-6. and six. Trick plays, offense was rolling, dominant physical offensive line, pass rush was emerging. Dan Campbell had created, to his credit, a real identity. They had to make more stops, 
Amaron St. Brown, Goff, O-line, physical, trick plays, going for it. Dan Campbell deserves a lot of credit. He created an identity. We're going to be super aggressive. Fake kicks, trick plays, fourth down. Denver, one and five. What's their identity? Cautious offensively? Struggling defensively? What are they going to do with Russell Wilson's contract? There is a negativity around this one and five team. There was optimism and identity around the Lions at one and six. I don't just look at records. The Bengals were one and three this year. I have bet them and won the last two weeks. I said, I see stuff. They're good. The worst of the Bengals behind them. Jags were one and two. I'm like, now's the time to bet them. Lions were one and six. I totally lean into the franchise. It is not always about just results. You see this in tech all the time. Takes years for companies to make a profit. What investors look at is, do you have something special in the building? Do you have something special? Netflix for years did not profit. But there were like terms, Netflix and chill in society. It felt special. Netflix just recently made a profit. A decade they did not. And investors poured money in, billions of dollars. Where's your special? Where's your unique? You could look at those lions. You looked at the physicality, their identity, their risk-taking, their dominant O-line, which right now is rated number one in the league by PFF. You were like, this puppy going to turn around. They're going to start winning these games. They just got to make some stops defensively. They're going to win some games. So Sean Payton's job is to create now an identity, because I asked you this morning, what are they other than, man, that Russell contract, that thing doesn't kick in until next year. Holy crap. So there is a difference. Not all one and fives are the same. I'll give you another example. The Vikings were 13-4 and four last year. That was their result. We were like, they ain't winning the division this year. We all picked Detroit to win the division because the 13-4 and four was just based on results, winning one close, close games, one-score games. There was no special to Minnesota. They kept winning games narrowly. Detroit finished 8-9. and nine. The Vikings finished 13-4, and four, won the division. And my pick this year for the division was Detroit. What was Minnesota's identity? I mean, it's nice that you got results, but you can't just, just go on results. The NFL's all about where's the momentum heading. New England right now does not have it. It's not just the record. They can't figure out offense for five years. It's not just New England's record. They have no momentum. They have no offensive identity in an offensive league. That's Pittsburgh's problem. You're just not going to win enough games with that coordinator, that quarterback, and that inconsistent run game. Congrats on having Mike Tomlin and good T.J. Watt. What's their offensive identity? What do they do well? Nothing offensively. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, let's start with uh, Jordan Love. Man, it has been a rough start to his career. If you remove that opener against the Bears where he looked good with Aaron Jones and everybody, it's been brutal. So Jordan Love and the Packers come out of their bye week with a sour taste in their mouth. 
that gross loss to the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Oh, it was gross. Love through three picks. Just disgusting. Here's uh, what he said about uh, his mindset. It's not a great feeling. You know, left, definitely left a, a very sick uh, taste in my mouth, um, you know, that whole week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of the game. You know, you got to I've, – I've had three interceptions games before. You know, you got to find a way to bounce back, and it's always on to the next play. Um, but, you know, it's – I think those things, like just having that sick taste in my mouth is, you know, it's going to keep pushing me forward, keep motivating me to keep going, keep getting better. You know, I like when he talks. I like his mobility. I like his coachability. I like, so far what I've seen, his maturity. You know what I don't like? He doesn't do what C.J. Stroud does really well. He doesn't quickly assess the field and accurately deliver the ball. There's so much I like about Jordan Love. But what C.J. Stroud isn't is mobile. He's not experienced. There's so many things C.J. Stroud doesn't have that Jordan Love does have. Stability, offensive head coach, uh, momentum in the franchise, learning from a legend in the NFL for three years. But yet C.J. Stroud does one thing that Jordan doesn't. Hike. See the field quickly, deliver a perfect strike to multiple receivers. Oh, you got to be able to complete passes downfield. Yeah, that was big time recruit, Ohio State. This guy went to Utah State. I'm looking it up now. I think he led the country in interceptions in 2019. Well, he had a great junior year. He didn't do as well as last year. Yes, 32 touchdowns as a, as a junior, and yeah. everybody loved that him. could have been a coach. And, and could have been a receiver, I mean, offensive coordinator. Let's, let's yeah. just talk pro. You have to be able, regardless of size, speed, athleticism, you have to be able to deliver the ball accurately downfield. That's why I've always said Lamar Jackson wins 75% of his games. He's not doing it with his legs. Yeah. He's become a very good pocket passer the last two years. So don't tell me, well, you run around. Russell Wilson, you take away the running around stuff. What is he not doing? Sitting in the pocket, accurately delivering the ball down the field, third, fourth quarters. So that's my thing with Jordan Love. I don't care about anything else. When I watch C.J. Stroud walk in, with all the boxes they have not checked off for him, can't run the ball, O-line injuries, no experience, no momentum, and C.J. Stroud, win or lose, you're like, oh, that, that that's a NFL starting quarterback. Yeah. My question, he goes out this weekend, Jordan Love, and just loses to this team. What are we saying Monday? <sighs> I don't really know what you could say other than like, hey, let's just trot him out all season. It's not like the Desmond Ritter situation where the Falcons have an easy schedule. We should make the playoffs. we got to bench Ritter for Heineke. I don't think there is that with Jordan Love. So it's funny you say down the field. So he's only completing 55% of his passes, that is, which we know that is terrible. Not just low. But if uh, I have access to this database, SIS, and they have this thing, you know, intended air yards. He's not, they don't either trust him to throw the ball down the field or he can't throw the ball down the field. That's the problem. So it's all check down stuff, short, in the flat, dump offs. And that's not a great sign for a guy who's been in the program for three years. We, we talked about this in the preseason. The preseason is the time you, you take big shots. You kind of like, these games don't count. Let it rip and see what he can do. It was hand-holding with no pressure. Remember, he was the least pressured quarterback in preseason. Hand-holding. It's like, these games don't count. C.J. Stroud, they were letting him fling it down the field. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's see what now, he can't do. Because we like to give both sides, right? Yeah. Um, we should say Aaron Jones has played in one and like a quarter games. No question. Christian Watson has missed a lot of time. Okay. Uh, I think Dobbs missed some time. So they're working with like a rookie tight end. Like, there's a lot of newness. Okay. Let, me th let me throw this. C. Left J. tackle. Oh, sorry. Kay. Left tackle. Bakhtiari gone. Oh, okay. 
Four of C.J. Stroud's offensive linemen haven't played. No run game. Never even had Aaron Jones in the building. Do not have anything close to Christian Watson. So all these things, I can argue, C.J. in a worse situation looks absolutely significantly ready to go as a rookie. Well, he was the, no, like, what do you go, number two overall? He was going to be the number one. There was discussions about him, number one. Jordan Love was, like, well, late Jor- first round. Well, and the Packers traded up for him. Remember there was that big, like, Aaron Rodgers well, he was going to go. Off? He was going to go top second. I mean, people liked him. Okay, people but, didn't. But he was mm, a, he was considered a very interesting quarterback. There was, like, Mahomes Let's just go NFL. Kind of quality. I don't, wanna, I don't care about college. We're in the pros. One guy with major roadblocks is really crushing it. One guy, three years in a stable organization, is flailing. Yeah, Lafleur, offensive genius, mastermind. Well, I th- what I we'll think. See. I think Matt's good. I think Matt. Why are they coaching this offense the way they're coaching the offense? Well, wait a minute. You think Matt's good? Like, okay, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback. In Aaron Rodgers, and now he's got Jordan Love, a, a bit of a project. You, let me ask you, how, how good was uh, McVay last year when he was using backups? And they were losing all their games. Yeah. How, how, but, how good, wait, was, Shanahan, how good was Shanahan with Trey Lance? He was one and two. Yeah. You can only do so much with so little. You do need somebody that's capable. I'm saying, I, I think when I've watched Jordan Love, my takeaway is I'm rooting for him, but it kind of feels like a backup. It should not be this hard. I don't want to hear about Christian Watson. Come on, stop it. Is he more Deshaun Kaiser? You remember that guy, I don't know what he is. (laughs) I'm rooting for him. But I'm just saying, when Andrew Luck and and C.J. Stroud and all these kids can come in, and it's like, it's not that hard to be capable. He's not. um, All right, let's move on to a good quarterback. Patrick Mahomes already achieved a ton in his uh, relatively short career. Most recently, becoming an investor with Travis Kelsey in the Alpine Formula One team for the uh, F1 guys out there. But Mahomes doesn't want to stop there, saying he doesn't plan to stop getting involved with team ownership until he owns an NFL franchise once he retires. Aim high, Patrick Mahomes. Well, you you can't own while you play. Correct. So if you ever hear anything about a college quarterback demanding that... Total nonsense. It's total nonsense. You're not going to... I don't own. know why that story was made up. People I, make up a lot of stuff and a lot of networks. That's not a real story. Yeah. So if you read it, it's somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but Mahomes got a massive contract. Sure, he should own a little bit of everything. Well, I mean, right? Magic Johnson's got Dodger ownership, probably 1%, but he's got something. I don't know. I think it's great. I think LeBron wants to own an NBA team. Michael Jordan owned an NBA team. I think it's great. Well, Jordan did do a good job, but yes, well, he did Well, he did a good job economically. <laughs> yes. Do you see what he sold it for? Well, the, listen, you don't... As a minority owner of two sports teams, uh, those things are only going upwards, pretty much, right? I mean... Well, I don't know. I don't own any. So I don't oh, even have partial ownership. What are you waiting for? Now, listen. I don't you, even own a car. I, I lease it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should. You had told me many years ago there was a, a certain media member who was buying into a soccer team in L.A. And I, do you remember this? Or No, I don't. Okay. Um, he worked at a different network, but he, he had talked to you about it. And you had mentioned that. And I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. You don't no, know. No, I've tried twice to buy into the MLS. That, I, that, that's what I was talking and about. And I have okay. been. Um, Rebuffed? No, I just, uh, it's very hard. There's very few opportunities, and I'm not uh, Magic Johnson. <laughs> Basically, I'm not wealthy enough, but I have tried twice. I think the MLS, I, I wanted to buy into the MLS when it was 35. I didn't want to buy the team. I wanted to be, you know, be a passive. Minority owner. Small, yeah. small owner. 
but it's it's expensive. In LA, it's like Will Ferrell, uh, Tony Robbins, Magic Johnson. Colin Cowherd, kind yeah, of in a strange stratosphere. Yeah, Final yeah. story, Deshaun Watson uh, has missed the last two games with a rotator cuff injury. However, we don't know if he's going to play in week seven. It's starting to get oh, interesting. Oh, Lord. Come on. What's going on here? Come on. I'm not sure. Uh, I got, this is my first time dealing with a rotator cuff, so uh, I'm just trying to get as comfortable as I possibly can to go out there and perform at the, the level I know I can. And if I can't, then... You know, we just got to continue to take it day to day. You know, I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy if I can't do certain things that is going to allow us to, you know, be handicapped in certain situations. So, um, you know, that's the reason why I haven't been able to, you know, step on the field. You know, I've seen people, you know, around talking about that, you know, go out there and play. I mean, if I can't control the ball, you know, then I can't throw it. Then, you know, there's no benefit of me being out there. But... Is he not medically cleared to play? Okay. Hold, now, That's hold what on. I don't understand. Producer uh, says here, Amari Cooper revealed that Deshaun Watson is practicing today. But uh, to go back, the timeline, you're right, is very fishy. How is it that they did clear him to play, then it was like a bruised shoulder, then it was an AC joint, now it's rotator cuff. I- I'm not like Mr. Injury here, but rotator cuff, isn't that where you start talking about the Tommy John surgery? Is that the same thing? Like, no, I don't know. No, no, okay. No, so no. rotator cuff does sound like a major injury, though. Like yeah, that that's my take. So how was he cleared? Well, the the the, the, the kind of nebulous or it, it's hard to get your arms around when the medical staff, which by the way, medical staffs in 2023 are much tougher on players that are go either way. We're not talking 10, 15 years ago where you just shot guys with the foot. No, no, it, it's it's there's much bigger microscope on teams and medical staffs and players as there should be. It's ridiculous. So when a medical staff says you're cleared to play, you're ready to play. Mm. Now, again, if 10 years ago, like I, and, I, and I do get players fight like crazy to get on the field. It is just very rare in my life that a quarterback medically cleared to play would not. So I have to now trust Deshaun Watson. It hurts, which I would, with almost any player, I would. But based on his personal life the last two years, it hasn't been the most trustworthy guy. All right, so well, I think the, it feels very weird. The Browns, let's remember, this is the franchise where Baker Mayfield, their number one overall pick, tried to play through pain with his non-throwing shoulder. Well, And, I mean, I, listen, I'm not defending Baker, but they, he had gone to the playoffs the year prior and totally ruined everything well, he had you, going. I, everything. I don't know if you were on the show at the time, but I had said with Baker, dude, sit it out, get healthy. Because yeah. Baker clearly wasn't healthy. But he was, so, listen, I don't want to go too far on this because I don't know. But I, I do trust doctors today in the NFL way more than I did 10, 20 years ago. Because I had so many players tell me, dude, you just go out there, pill, shot, foot. It's not uh, it's not as irresponsible. I, I think it's very fair to say 15 to 20 years ago in the NFL, it bordered on at times, occasionally, little irresponsible. At halftime, you just figure out a way to get a guy out there. That's not the way it is in the NFL. Roger Goodell takes a lot of heat. The NFL is much more responsible than it was. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but I I do feel like if you're cleared to play, you can play. Didn't know it was 20 years ago. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. There's a lot of things. By the way, there's a um, Ohio State plays Penn State this weekend. I like Ohio State. Um... But I was thinking about something this morning, and sometimes 
it's easy in our business, my business, to jump on the negative side. So I was thinking about something driving in this morning. Is it, I got about a 15-minute drive, and it, it, it caught me about Ohio State, Penn State. Am I just looking through the wrong side of the telescope with Ohio State? And I'll explain that coming up. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlay live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Tonight on FS1, the ALCS heats up where Jose Altuve and the reigning champion Astros look for a big win against Corey Seager and the Rangers. Coverage begins tonight at 7.30 Eastern on FS1. So uh, Penn State visits Ohio State, and the more I thought about it, the more I like Ohio State to win that game by about a touchdown. I'll tell you why. So Ohio State's, uh, it's the biggest game in college football this weekend, going to be fantastic. Ohio State 
is in a strange spot. Uh, they're winning almost all their games, and yet something feels off. Ryan Day, 35-2. and two. In the Big Ten as a head coach, 35-2. and two. two losses to one team, Michigan. The Notre Dame game. Felt like they got a blunder by Notre Dame. What a break. They won, but time of possession, 10 men on the field, outplayed. Two of the last three top 10 teams they've played have beaten them. Michigan, Georgia. Oregon a couple of years ago went into Columbus and won. What feels off? Well, my feeling is that's a negative way to look at it. There is more pressure this week on Ohio State. Penn State, a much, much younger team. Penn State is going to be a preseason top three next year. Very young team. First big road game for their young quarterback. Data tells you it doesn't go well especially against Ohio State. So I like Ohio State, touchdown, play well, older team at home, more experience in big games with this roster. Joel Klatt talked about the pressure on the Buckeyes this weekend. There is a lot of tension and stress and pressure because, in particular for this game, because, well, really three reasons. Okay, number one, you're at home. It's like, hey, protect the shoe, and and we're not going to lose at the shoe. The second one is is that there's this sentiment that Michigan is still the top dog right now because of what they've done over the last couple of years. You can't lose to Penn State and put yourself in third position in the division. And then there's also, they're older than Penn State. They're more veteran. So I was thinking about this. Why, why does Ohio State feel a little off? They don't. The two best teams in the country the last two years have been Georgia number one and Michigan number two. Ohio State's arguably third. And if you just take out two Michigan losses and one Georgia loss as the third team with Alabama, we wouldn't think about any of this. They'd be 37-0 and 0 in the Big Ten. So I thought to myself, nothing wrong with Ohio State. Michigan now and Georgia – Last two years are absolutely the best two teams in the country, in my opinion. Ohio State's probably third. So Penn State isn't. Younger team in Columbus, they're going to get whacked. I think what you're going to see is Ohio State hyper-aggressive going to the air early and Penn State playing from behind and young quarterbacks on the road for the first time in a big game against the top 10 team do not fare very well. So there you go, Mr. Positive. Kept thinking, they're just off. No, they're not. They can't beat Michigan or Georgia in the last two years. Who is? Um, all right, so I was uh, doing some texting last night to, with Warren Sharp. He's an analytic maven. And uh, it's really interesting what's happening in the NFL. And for you betters out there or frustrated fantasy football players, here's what's happening. So the numbers bear it out. Fewer underdogs are winning in the NFL this year. Basically, teams without star quarterbacks. The NFL scoring is down the last two years. Why? As Warren Sharp points out, there's fewer holding calls on defense and a higher sack rate since 2000 significantly. So you're seeing fewer explosive plays, 
fewer explosive plays because the NFL now is slightly pivoting to help the defense. Remember 10 years ago, if you grabbed a receiver, it was a penalty. If you watch an NFL game now, grabbing is allowed. You can grab guys up the sideline. And then our Fox broadcast team will be like, no, that's, that's not pass interference. And that's what CBS's guys will say. And ABC's guys will say. And NBC guys will say. Because the NFL is allowing more defensive holding. And it's limiting the number of explosion plays. Along with more calls against the offense, ineligible man down the field. With all this RPO stuff, quarterbacks that wait an extra beat, centers, guards get down the field. So the NFL knows and is hearing all the complaints, all the rules favor the offense. So they are allowing secondaries to grab and hold much more. And it's taken away explosion plays. So what does it really mean for you? Well, even the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Ravens, with Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Burrow, have had declines in offense. But what it does create, this is why fewer underdogs are winning, is that star quarterbacks are the only ones that are able to navigate all this holding and still produce at a pretty high level. For teams with average to below average quarterbacks, they've never looked more inept. There's never been more blowouts, according to Warren Sharp. The blowouts are up. The inept offenses, the gap between haves and have-nots is increasing. It is much tougher with all the holding being allowed to just complete stuff down the field. And unless you have a star, forget about it. You, some of these offenses look college inept. The Daniel Jones, sometimes Tennessee. So this is why we've been talking about this. Underdogs, I bet all underdogs first two weeks couldn't hit a bet. Then I started moving toward favorites. Why? Because the gap between great quarterbacks and average guys, the average guys can't overcome all the holding that's happening in the lack of explosive plays. The only guys getting explosive play nows are generally your stars. That's why of the 14 playoff teams annually, I've already predicted 10 of 14, and my other four are close. The league is getting easier to predict. And by the way, my predictions weren't zany. Basically, everybody's got Buffalo, Kansas City, Detroit with Goff, Philadelphia. My predictions are right in line with everybody else's. You're picking the best quarterback. And that always mattered. It is now closer to everything. I mean, even Baker Mayfield, Tampa leading. In that division, I can argue Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback. I mean, Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield. Baker was a number one pick. Derek Carr, a second rounder, Fresno State. So as Baker Mayfield leading his division seems like wonky and weird, not really. He's the best quarterback in that division. So even Baker, who we don't think is really a number one pick talent, kind of rebooting his career, look around. So, uh, and by the way, this is why everybody sold on the Rams. And I had told you during the offseason, J-Mac, I said, McVay and Stafford and Cooper Cup, they'll figure out a way to be viable. Remember I kept saying that. I said, I got a great top six quarterback, a great head coach, and a superstar receiver. They're going to figure out how to win eight or nine games. They're not a great team, but what's happening, underdogs have never won less, according to Warren Sharp. Explosion plays are way down, really punitively punishing mediocre quarterbacks. The stars will still get theirs. Fewer of them, but they'll still get theirs.
So, folks, bet those favorites. I, I, I'm not a stock picker, but the numbers bear it out. Dogs are not doing well last two years. Greg Cosell next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 